Good afternoon. Great to see you. Uh, Today's passage is Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Habakkuk chapter 2, verse 1 to 4. Um, page number is uh, 785 if you want to use church Bible. 785. I will read it for you. I will take my stand at the wa- my watch post and station myself on tower. And look out to see what he will say to me and what I will answer concerning my complaint. And the Lord answered me, write a vision, make it plain on tablets, so he may run who reads it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time. It hastened to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. Behold, His soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him, but the righteous shall live by his faith. Let us pray. Lord, thank you for giving us this precious opportunity to understand the truth through your word. Please give us grace so that we may understand your word and rejoice rejoice in you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. New knowledge and truth make people excited and joyful. A few weeks ago, my wife got sick. So I took my keys and then went hiking. It was uh, over an an hour of high-intensity hiking. You know my personality. After hiking, we went to Chick-fil-A, as I promised, and then bought food and then ice cream. As... um, as children were excited to eat and start to sharing their stories, what had happened during the school time. And then um, while they sharing, and then I had a great time to look at their eyes full of joy and excitement. And they love to share and the excitement and joy, happiness and joy. Then my five-year-old daughter with a twinkling eyes and then asked me a question, Dad. Do you know 100 plus, 100 plus, 100 plus, and 100 plus, and 100 plus is? The joy filled with eye in her eyes and a question to me. And then she was really excited, the question to me, because she knows the answer. Then my seven-year-old son next to her and comes up with a more difficult math problem. Dad, do you know? What 500 plus 500 is? It has been a few weeks since then, but I still can't forget my children's eyes full of joy and excitement. The new knowledge delight the children so much they have even excitedly wanted to share with me that time. As we new knowledge delight our children Today, the Lord's answer, today's text, the Lord's answer made the prophet Habakkuk delighted. This is Habakkuk chapter 3, 18 to 19. Yet, I will rejoice in the Lord. I will take joy in the God of my salvation. God, the Lord, is my strength. He makes my feet like the deer's. He makes me tread on my high places. Father, you are my joy. Whenever I think of you, 
Whenever I read your writings, whenever I talk to you, I enjoy the most when I'm next to you, when I'm with you. The salvation bestowed upon me by you is my spring joy. You are the source of my strength, and you are my strength. If there is a child who confesses like this to his father or her father, which father in this world would not be happy? But Habakkuk, the prophet Habakkuk, did not have such an attitude of gratitude, praise, and joy toward God from the beginning. Actually, it was opposite. He did not have a joy from the beginning. It is chapter 1, verse 2 to 4. O Lord, how long shall I cry for help, and you will not hear? Or I cry to you, violence, and you will not save? Why do you make me see iniquity, and why do you idly look at wrong? Destruction and violence are before me, strife and contention arise. So the law is paralyzed, and justice never goes forth. For the wicked surround the righteous, so justice goes forth perverted. The atmosphere felt in Habakkuk chapter today passage right now, chapter one to four is much different, uh, different from chapter three, eighteen to nineteen. It is the same author. These verses can be summarized with one word today in verse uh, chapter two, uh, chapter two, verse one, and at the end is complaint, which is a less um, just word. At first, before hearing God's answer, the prophet Habakkuk was not happy because, because of the problem arising from circumstances uh, around him. At the same time, there is, he has some unresolved question in his heart. Why wasn't the prophet Habakkuk happy? If you look at chapter 1, verse, two, uh, verse, uh, chapter one, verse 3, it says, Why do you make me see iniquity? Hebrew verb form hephil, it is a causative verb. Literally, God became the subject. And then who caused, hey, Habakkuk, see this. He caused Habakkuk to see the iniquity. Violence, murder, robbery, corruptions, strong argument each other, disagreement, all kinds of evil in Judah the country where he lives. So prophet Habakkuk asked why evil is so flourishing and sinners are not punished. So God answered to prophet Habakkuk, Habakkuk, I will raise up the nation of Babylon and judge the nation Judah. And so Habakkuk question again, second question, Jehovah God, here Jehovah, which name emphasized covenant relationship with Judah. You are everlasting father. You are holy. Since you cannot tolerate evil, how can you use an evil nation to judge a more righteous Judah? Beginning part of God's answer to the second question of the Habakkuk is today's text. It is worth noting that due to God's answer to the prophet Habakkuk, he experienced the grace of the changing his life from complaint and worries to joy and rejoicing in the Lord. 
the Lord's answer gave Habakkuk true joy. What kinds of new knowledge and what kinds of truth did he, he receive from the Lord? How Lord's answer make him so much joyful? Today, I want to go over uh, three points of the Lord's answer that made Prophet Habakkuk joyful. Here are three points. First, God's sovereignty on his timing. God's sovereignty on his timing. Second, God's view on the wicked. And third, God's view on the righteous. By receiving Lord's answer, new knowledge and truth, the truth, Habakkuk experienced the great joy in his life. I will rejoice in the Lord as he confessed. Ultimately, I humbly hope that we also receive the knowledge and truth that Habakkuk finds so that we will also rejoice in the Lord. Which new knowledge and the truth did the prophet Habakkuk receive from the Lord? Prophet Habakkuk came to realize God's sovereignty, especially for God's timing. Chapter 2 to 4, And the Lord answered me, Write the vision, make it plain on the tablets, so he may run who read it. For still the vision awaits its appointed time, it hastened, is quick to the end. It will not lie. If it seems slow, wait for it. It will surely come, it will not delay. As I mentioned briefly, Prophet Habakkuk had a question about God's sovereignty, especially for God's timing. He thought that the time was so much delayed as if God idly is kind of no intention, just kind of watching, idly looking. In fact, in Old Testament, we often see God using time lessons in his sovereign way. Maybe you know the story. Moses went up to Mount Sinai to receive the Ten Commandments and then the Word of God for 40 days. While he receiving just Ten Commandments, his brother Aaron and the people wondering where he went. And then just they made an idol and then they worship idol during these 40 days. And you also remember that King Saul's story that when he was besieged by the enemy and then waited for the prophet Samuel for seven days, but Samuel did not appear. So King Saul asked for burnt offering and a peace offering for his own accord. He performed, which caused him to lose his kingship. And you also remember the story, that story of the Elijah. God brought three years of the drought in which God conveys the clear message to the Israelites that God is salvation. So we can see God using time lessons in his sovereign way. Time seems to be delayed and evil seems to be getting more and more prevalent. But God clearly speaks to the prophet Habakkuk today's text. There is appointed time. The end is coming soon. It is not lie. It is slow, but wait for it. Surely comes without delay. The, the he, the word pronoun his in chapter, uh, chapter 2 verse 4, his, here his, it is referred to, referred to nation Babylon. At the time, Babylon was a mighty nation 
their walls, their castle walls, so thick, so that it, we can say it is a blue bar. So four wagons came passing by at the same time. It was huge, thick wall. So which seems at the time that unlikely to be defeated by any enemy, but was put the end by Persian Empire in just seven years after they invading Judah. In the inference from the book of Habakkuk, it is possible that Prophet Habakkuk might see Babylon, the king, just uh, nation Babylon, invade Judah. However, he would not have witnessed Babylon fall to the Persian Empire with his own eyes, physically, because of the period of 70 years is almost two generations. At the same time, Babylon, the king, the Babylon nation is very far from Judah. It is about by walking or just even you taking any camels. It is a six months travel at the time. So it is far. So you can say that Prophet Habakkuk had, didn't have any chance to see the fallen of the Babylon. But considering to Habakkuk chapter 3 verse 7, he saw God's judgment in a vision. It seems God partially saw the vision of the end of Babylon for the prophet Habakkuk. Just for prophet Habakkuk, Habakkuk, let me show the vision to you. And then prophet Habakkuk had a chance to see the vision. After Habakkuk saw it as a vision, he trembled. As I'm preaching and I tremble right now my legs because I'm nervous. But he's not just this much, but he's literally shivering. When you chill out too much and your body is really shrink, it's trembling. And then he trembled. And then he heard, when he heard and he saw new knowledge and truth. It is chapter 2, uh, verse 14. For the earth will be filled with the knowledge of the glory of the Lord as the water covers the sea. It literally happened in vision. When Habakkuk saw the vision and he saw that it is waters cover the seas and then all of a sudden enemies of the Babylon is swipe, disappear. Ah, God also judges Babylon. God uses Babylon for the appointed time. So you can say that five out of five appointed time, it will be quick, to end, yes, within one day, they swiped. No lie. Slow, yet it was slow for in Habakkuk's perspectives. But wait, it surely comes without delay. Five out of five. Second Kings 10.10 Know then that there shall fall to the earth nothing of the word of the Lord. First Samuel 15.29 and also the glory of Israel will not lie or have regret, for he is not a man that he should have regret. Lord's answer on his sovereignty regarding his timing was sure, perfect, and right, which gave great joy at the same time trembling, trembling fear to Prophet Habakkuk. Second, which new knowledge and truth did Prophet Habakkuk receive from the Lord? The prophet Habakkuk realized that the wicked are already dead before God. Verse 4. Behold, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. 
In verse 4, today's text, two lines form a parallel. One phrase starts with his soul, and then the other phrase is starting with the righteous. The kingdom of Babylon in Habakkuk, it is recorded as the wicked nation, verse, uh, chapter 113 and chapter 313. It is worth thinking a bit more about how God views on this nation of the Babylon, which is described as, in verse 4, it is puffed up, which meaning that pride in some other translation. According to chapter 1, verse 11, Babylonians were people who sinned before God as people who made their strength as their God. My God is my strength. It is a nation that slaughtered and then committed violence against all other nations. They shed so much blood. So in chapter 2, verse 12, it is recorded that they built their cities with blood. They captured all slaves and then bring them. And then they do not mind with the blood. And they keep working, keep working, and they build their cities with the blood. Verse 5. Chapter 2, verse 5. Moreover, wine is a traitor. They love. They love wine. An arrogant man who is never at rest. He is greed. He is as wide as a shore. Like death, he has never enough. He gathers for himself all nations and collects as his own all people. Their tyranny would have made Habakkuk startle, shocking, making him shocking. Like a man drunk with blood, they killed pregnant women, children, and elderly without hesitation, slaughtered entire nations when they, when they go. However, before God, Babylon was already dead. He was, he was already condemned by God. This expression in the main text deserves our attention. Verse 4, his soul is puffed up. It is not upright within him. God sows nefesh, his soul. If God said, your greed is like a soul, sure, it is black hole, endless darkness, and your greed is like death, doesn't it displace meaning that the being, the nation, belongs to darkness and death? Those who are proud of their hearts, those who are wicked, those whose souls are up, not unright, those who committed sins, those who have evil intentions, those who are eager to hurt people and oppress souls, and all evil people are not valued by God. They are all dead before God because God sees nefesh, soul. It is confirmation, this confirmation of the truth from God must have comforted Prophet Habakkuk. In our perspectives, it is 70 years or the Babylon nation is long time, even 100 years. But in God's perspective, just one man who sees a soul, it is just he is already dead. And then when Prophet Habakkuk realized, not this way, but This way, it much comfort for him. Ah, 
Even though this tyranny country is killing people, killing people, but God considered this nation is already dead. You are already kicked out. Third, which new knowledge and truth did the prophet Habakkuk receive from the Lord? Prophet Habakkuk realized that faith in the Lord and a faithful life are the only way to live. Verse 4, but the righteous shall live by his faith. The prophet Habakkuk came to know God's view on the wicked, but on the, on the contrary, at the same time, he also came to know God's thought on the righteous. There was one concern of the prophet Habakkuk. The wicked surrounded the righteous, the wicked persecuted the righteous, the wicked oppressed and then the devoured righteous. Lord, why are you so, so silent? His question. And Lord gave him a clear answer. The righteous shall live by his faith. How did this truth shake the heart of the prophet Habakkuk? He saw people were being harassed and killed physically. In front of him, people were killed and then just disappeared. How tragic it was. But God overturned Habakkuk's thoughts. The righteous shall live. The prophet Habakkuk must have been started by this truth. We cannot assume from today's text at which level, at which level the prophet Habakkuk understands the meaning of we live. It is imperfective tense. Either it is meaning that it is eternal life or it is a physically live. We do not know how much he level that he understood. But on the one hand, from his confession later in chapter 3, 16, where his body trembles because of the coming of the Babylon army and he saw the visions, we can infer that he understood if someone is righteous, then that person will live because God will save him. God, take care, God, take, God will take care of the righteous people. The righteous shall live. That is God's promise. In the meantime, he also realized then who is righteous? It is Jeremiah chapter 5, 1. Run, run to and fro and through the streets of the Jerusalem. Look and take note. Search her spears to see if you can find a man who just does justice and seek truth then I may pardon her. When, Jeremiah, you go all the cities and the streets, if you find one person who seeks justice and truth, I will pardon this Jerusalem. But at the time, there was no one before God. This realization, yes, God will save the righteous, at the same time, then who is righteous? And then he would understand that, am I righteous? Before God? This is why the prophet Habakkuk was trembled. God will make the righteous live, but no one is righteous before him. While studying for this passage, I ended up having a equivocation to prophet Habakkuk. He is not, he may be 
with the presence of the Lord. He is with the Lord. But I question to Habakkuk, Habakkuk, when did you receive this message? The righteous will live by his faith. What did you think of? The righteous will live by his faith. Just three words. The righteous. It is meaning that just a faithfulness in here, faith. And then, if yeah, is live. What do you think, Habakkuk? While looking same occurrences in the Bible, haya, it is live, verb, it is verb, same verb, I'm looking for same verb, at the same time, same format. It is a third masculine singular. It is in front, just a car, in, car. So I'm looking just 27, I just... I just looking all the 27 just yesterday night, how it just written. And then these um, few verses came to my mind, uh, bring my attention. It is Deuteronomy 8, 3, maybe you know. And when you listen, you know. Man does not live by bread alone, but man lives by every word that comes from the mouth of the Lord. That is, live here is the same verb, same format. And in Ezekiel 18, Ezekiel 18 used lots of this leave. Verse 9. Man walks in my statue, keeps my rules by acting faithfully. He is righteous. He shall surely leave. He'll leave. It is the same, same form. 17. Withholds his hand from the iniquity, take no interest or profit, obeys my rules and walks in my statue. He shall not die for her, his father's iniquity, he shall surely live. Same form. Verse 19. When the son has done what is just and right and has been carefully to observe my statue, he shall surely live. Same form. Live. Verse 21. But if a wicked person turns away from all his sins and that he has committed and then keeps all my statue and does what is just and right, he shall surely live. 28. Because he considered and turned away from all the transgression that he had committed, he shall surely live. So many, many same, same format is lives there. This is just my reflection because I ended up having too much thoughts on the righteous shall live by faith. What does it mean? What does it mean? However, I'm sure this truth is hammering the heart of the prophet Habakkuk to question whether he truly, truly trusts God and then trusts in the Lord's word. He really value. Am I really just valuing? Am I really, really considering do I really trust God's word? Am I really righteous before him? The righteous shall live by his faith. As new knowledge made my kids so joyful and happy, the Lord's answer made Habakkuk so joyful in the Lord. God's timing is perfect. 
God's, own, God's view on the wicked comforted Habakkuk, his soul is dead. God sees our souls. God's view on the righteous, God will make the righteous live. His responsibility is, God's responsibility is, I will make him life, live. But his prophet Habakkuk is supposed to trust the Lord and be faithful. As the Lord's answer to prophet Habakkuk made him joyful, I humbly just pray that just the Lord's words will make us joyful too. If we wait for the Lord's time in any situation, believe in truth of the Bible and live faithfully, will not the Lord take us to his presence at appointed time? Uh, through verse 2 of today's text, God commanded prophet Habakkuk to record the Lord's answer so that those who read it, it may run, meaning that just make it very visible. If we have, not, if we have something to practice, a, just, just one practice to this week, it would be great uh, to wear clothes and saying that I am a Christian and the righteous shall live by, by faith. If we write down on the, our shirts and then just walk on the street, it would be a very great experience and an exercise. But as God commanded the prophet Habakkuk to record and then make it very visible to everyone, let us always be faithful and then trust in the Lord and then loving and caring, encouraging one another and then thankful for our salvation which God has given to us by faith. We receive our salvation by faith as a gift. At the same time, let us be faithful and then sincerely just working on our faith. By doing that, it will reveal that we are people of faith. Let us pray. Father, your word and answers are true and create joy in our lives. Please lead us to understand your word this week so that we may live a life of joy and continue to bless you, Father. While waiting for our Lord's coming, help us to be faithful by keep trusting you and not being swayed by the circumstances eat either evil or temptation of this word. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.